Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Baby, here I am, I'm a man on the scene I can give you what you want, but you got to go home with me I got some good old love, and then I got some in store When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more Boys and things will come by the dozen That ain't nothing but drugs don't love it Pretty little thing, let me light your count Cause mama, I'm so hard to hell and I yes around Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn is a smooth soul Monday And we are looking live, ladies and gentlemen At Jay Park's uh, Saloon and Standard uh, It is a great location, grand opening A great location for a date night If you can uh, put that in your in your plans for the future uh, You can come out here uh, It's at 404 Main Street uh, Here in Buda And it's a fantastic uh, location They describe it as elevated Texas soul food Oh, man. And that's perfect because it's a smooth soul Monday. Uh, we're here uh, promoting some elevated Texas soul food. And also uh, here they have uh, a great um, etiquette policy that I like here mm-hmm. as well. They promote conversation. So when you get into the dining room, you actually have to leave your cell phone at the front because they want to transport you to a time where uh, the dinner was an event. And not only was it an event, but the people you went to dinner with, um, you were all about the conversation, all about, you know, uh, focusing on being present in that moment. And, of course, the delicious food they have before you. Elevated Texas soul food. As you can see, the ladies behind us, they are very impressed. So we got people that are eating here. Uh, we got, hey, we got some fans out here, too, yeah, that are having uh, a great uh, time. Uh, right. I love this spot. It's only 20 minutes away from me, so me and wifey definitely going to be coming here. Uh, for one of the date nights. That's happening. It is definitely it's not definitely 20, mi- 20 minutes from your boy. It's not 20 minutes it's from not you. 20 minutes, so I'm great. But I definitely would want to be able to come out here and hang out because, man, just looking around here and checking out everything, it looking at great. this menu, looking at all the people that are here right now, they're already here to kick the party off. Oh, it is And fantastic. it's the grand opening, as you said. Yeah, and it's, it's a great ambiance. It really is cool. Uh, they got, like I said, they prioritize etiquette. So uh, leave your phones. Be prepared to leave your phones at the front. 21 and up. Yep. All right, 21 and up. So if you want somewhere with just the adults, you don't want to worry about kids there, uh, they encourage only 21 and up here. Uh, you can come if you're 18, but you've got to be accompanied by an adult. Yeah, be a, com- a responsible adult. Responsible. Adult. They put that in you there. You just can't be coming in here with some wild adults. No, nah, no wild adults. We need some of y'all be responsible. Some of y'all be ready for some <laughs> wild nights. That is not. This is not here. Don't be wild and not here. All right. You right. Know what I mean, keep it's a classy affair going on, but it's also uh, fantastic too because people are already having a good time uh, and they already got the candles lit. The yeah. uh, tables full, drinks flowing, and everybody out here enjoying themselves uh, at Jay Park Saloon and Standard. So if you uh, if you want the uh, the web address, you can uh, go to uh, thesaloonandstandard.com uh, yeah. and go check it out there. Uh, okay, 
there's a lot of uh, different things we want to get into, um, but we'll give you some more details about uh, the uh, the great place we're at now, Jay Park Saloon and Standard. But go to the saloon and stand the saloon and standard dot com, and you can gotta find out some more details about this fantastic location. Okay, uh, coming up in Rod's round of the day, depending on what we get to here. Uh, we may table some of the discussion topics. We'll get into some NFL news, notes, and nuggets. And I do want to get into a conversation about Mike McCarthy. I read an article from Pro Football Focus talking about coaches on the hot seat. Uh, and apparently Mike McCarthy uh, is on their hot seat. So we'll get into that too coming up a little bit later on. And also some rankings from Pro Football Focus. But mostly we'll talk about, and Raj found today, what it's got to be the most extraordinary sp- sports story out there easily the most extraordinary story in sports right now in my opinion and we're just not talking about it enough so we will try to give it uh some much deserved airtime. all right so Horace, let's get to this um pro football focus list it's not really a rank it's a list of oh also yeah see uh-huh. man jeff brought over some plates that means uh-huh. they got some good food coming we will be distracted y'all <laughs> I apologize already in advance. Oh, my God. Hard's not going to be distracted. <laughs> this is going to happen on the show. Hard's already had a clearing room on the table already. Sure we got some He's like, oh, let me watch out, watch out, watch out. Samples. Yeah, so Hard is not concerned about this conversation we're about to have right now. So. At all. Because <laughs> there's a lot of good. And we're going to be smelling all the other people's really good food exactly. coming in the room. So, how you doing? Uh, and then that's going to distract us even more. So just you know, we're going to be doing this thing multitasking, doing our best for y'all, okay? Uh, but they did a list here, Harge, uh, Pro Football Focus, of coaches on the hot seat. Yep. Their hot seat. Sam Monson, who I uh, read a lot. He does a lot of good work. They got Kevin Stefanski for the Cleveland Browns. Yep. And, hell, man, every Cleveland Browns coach is always on the hot seat. That's When you take that job, you are on the hot seat right? already. You're already like, on the hot seat, As soon seat, as you man. sign your name on the contract, you're already on the hot seat. Done deal. Yeah. Come on now. 100%. You got to know that. No. Come on. You That's, knew what you was coming into. You, yeah. You like, a, you like one of Tristan Thompson's women. You exactly. know what you, you, know you, what you were getting into. You knew what you was getting into. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you knew he was a dirty dog. Yeah. Don't, be, don't be blaming yeah. him. I'm blaming you. I was here to change him. Tell yeah, me. Yeah, right. That's a you problem. Yep. You tripping. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, the Josh McDaniels, Las Vegas Raiders, also mm-hmm. on this list. I don't doubt that at all because they're in Vegas now. They may be trying to upgrade. And yep. I don't trust any coach from the Belichick tree. I don't trust any of them. Now, Saban, he's at the from the NFL level. He's on the college level, so you can trust him. He's from that tree. Yep. But, man, the best coach from the Belichick tree at the NFL level is probably Bill O'Brien. And I, Say what you says want, a lot. But, he, but Bill yeah. is the guy. So I don't he's like the coach. That, he moved his way up the yeah. ladder. I would never hire a Belichick coach because I've told you before, my theory is Belichick doesn't share. He's a very private person, very clandestine, very secretive, and that's fine. He's won some championships like that, but that's not how you build a great coaching tree. Great yeah. coaching trees are built by coaches that are that are shares. They like to share. They like to talk. They like to be open books. Uh, and that's why the Parcells coaching tree. Say what you about Parcells. You know, he's a bit of a crotchety, you know, dude. You know, and at times he could be uh, a little abrasive with yep, the media yep, and stuff. Yep. But he was a he was a broadcaster. Uh, that's a guy that, you know, he loved to hold court with the media. Yeah, he may go back and forth with me, but at least he would sit there and talk to you. So Belichick gives you one-word answers still to this day. Yep. His, his, own, his own staff to this day and former players don't know why he benched a starting cornerback before the Super Bowl. They still don't know. 
we, we still don't know why he benched. Why, we have no We're idea. Still trying. That, that is one of those mysteries that have yet to be solved. He just before the, and he still nobody nobody knows. So uh, defensive coordinator never knew. Nobody ever figured out we why need he to got get seven bench. on your side to go find do an investigative report. Yeah. and find out. But it just shows you that he's just a really secretive guy, and it's almost like how our CIA and FBI mm-hmm. operate sometimes, where the CIA is like, well, people who are carrying out the the orders or executing the orders, they don't know why they're doing it. They have no idea about the chain of command. They're just carrying out orders. Yeah. That's Belichick. He gives you a job. To remember, last year, you know, he screwed up begrudgingly, and he let, you know, some Matt Patricia and Joe Judge yeah. call flip, plays. Flip a coin on to, who's going to call, call plays. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like, no, Two man. Two defensive-minded guys. Yeah, so I'm just saying, they, yeah, they, you know, he's just too secretive to, have, to, to really have a flourishing coaching tree. Coaching trees are built of coaches who are willing to share information and open up and be and give you the secrets and the keys to the kingdom. He yeah. ain't never doing that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Josh Smith, Josh McDaniels, not all his fault, but Josh McDaniels, not the right hire. Definitely see him on the hot seat. Uh, Brandon Staley from the Chargers. Uh, I, yeah. No, I'm 100 percent on yeah, that. Yeah. Because he's, I like Staley though, but, but he's failed with more. Yes. You know what I'm Kellen saying? Kellen Moore is hopefully there to save his job. That's that that's what Kellen Moore said. That's what I would think would happen. Yeah. And I, I think Kellen Moore is going to do it too. I didn't kill him. You know, I like uh, Kellen Moore. You yeah. don't. You're not a Kellen Moore well, fan. Well, I do now. I'm a Kellen Moore fan. He's gone. But now I want to see. I want to see love Justin. These, those top five offenses, huh? Yeah, that y'all I, had. Yeah, that's my defense for Dak every time. I'm like, so I love the the Cowboys fans. They don't like <laughs> Kellen Moore, but yet he was able to coordinate and call plays for a top five offense. Yeah. Year after year. They don't like Dak. Yeah, Dak has quarterback, a top I'm, five offense year after year. And it's like, so. I'm a Dak apologist. Yeah. So at least you choose one. Yeah, I do. I'm most right most Cowboys fans hate both. And I'm like, you can't hate both. You can't. One of them has to be pretty good. You don't have top five offenses in the NFL with a bad coordinator and a bad play caller and a bad quarterback. That's not possible, guys. I'm telling you, not possible. Like so choose one I did. to be upset with. Yeah. And I, say that guy's trash. You can, they can't both be trash. Well, he's gone with a top five offense. He's gone now. So he's, he's trash. Gone, he's, and yeah, Dak's the man. Dak's the man now. Most Cowboys fans be like Dak's trash. I know and they would have kept Kellen Moore. Kellen's trash too. <laughs> they, know they, they don't like either oh, one yeah, of them. They would have got rid of him. But too. now you got Mike McCarthy calling plays, and you got Dak. So yeah. now we'll see who's trash. With Schottenheimer. With Schottenheimer. Now, the only that one. is trash. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for for the record, I don't think either one of them trash. I like both right, of them. Right, right, All right. I like Dak. I like Kellen. Uh, Todd Bowles, Tampa Bay. Yes. I mean, he's a brother, so. Yeah, you always on the hot seat. As soon as you walked in there, you was on the hot seat, bro. Happy Juneteenth. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy your day. You on the hot seat. You on the hot seat. <laughs> uh, all right, Mike McCarthy. Uh, Mike McCarthy, he's on this list as well here, uh, Harge. And I'll tell you why I believe this to be true. Okay. I believe it is true because I, I I do believe that's why he's calling the play. This is why I want D'Amico Ryan's, by the way, to, to let somebody else call the defensive plays for him in Houston. Because as soon as your your offense or whatever, I say whatever phase of the game that you are coordinating and calling plays yeah. for, when it underachieves, you are immediately on the hot seat, right? Um, or immediately people start to question the validity of your credentials and your credibility immediately. We're going to be distracting. I was going to say the distraction is about to start. Here. Oh, <laughs> cornbread? Oh, Ooh. wow. That's that ham. That, that's some ham and beans. Wow, I think that's right amazing. There. With the cornbread in there. Mm, okay, yes. Yeah, so now we got to describe <laughs> this real quick. We distracted. We will finish up our conversation about yeah. the Cowboys here Thanks, in a second. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 
Ham and beans with cornbread and a cast iron scallop potatoes. Yeah, buddy. Wow. Mm. Yeah. People on the yeah, text I'm line are mad at y'all right now. I'm sorry. Hey, I apologize. We'll get back to the Cowboys we'll stuff. Know a bit. But I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> it is. And it does. Okay, I'm not going to lie. One of my, one of the eras that I kind of romanticize is the Old West. A little bit of that, right? Yeah. And I swear this looks like something you would get in an Old West, like, saloon or something when you're. Now, not all of it does. I'm just talking about this yeah. specific one with the cornbread in there like and the just, ham and beans. You just got off your horse. Yeah, you man. Something. You've been, been sitting like, around the campfire. Like Rooster Blackburn, yeah. man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come out here. For Buck real. Shot. Yeah, man. Your boy Buckwild uh, out it here. It smells dog. delicious. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to get back on task here because if, if not, I'll just talk about the food the whole time. But I am. it, it, it smells delicious. It, and yes. I believe, what is this other dish we have here? Oh, oh. Oh, no, this is come. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All right. So let's describe okay, this. We got the duck cigars. Okay. The duck that's cigars. What, that's what that is. That's I, the duck cigars. The Peacemaker Biscuit is what he just dropped off here. Is that what he just dropped off here? That, that, that definitely looks like it. It's unapologetic. He's got – yeah, take some pictures of that stuff. Yeah. Derek's going to get it on social media for you guys. We apologize. It's bad radio. But we are distracted here. I think because this is some of the best radio a, we saw. <laughs> is, uh, is that gravy or is that queso? What is on that that Let's see right here. That's cheese. That's like cheese. The sauciness changes. I can off. smell it. That's cheese. It just got a, <laughs> we just got a queso. We got a queso covered biscuit here, ladies and gentlemen. With some shrimp are those, or those scallops. Oh, come on, some man. Sausage. I'm trying to focus on my job here. You're oh making me goodness, and everybody right. else hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to hear about this, man. I want, I want some I of that. <laughs> I agree. I'm distracted. I didn't want to. It, it's, yeah, it's beautiful. I can't even focus here. It's beautiful. This is, this is, this is the same Robbie you would get if I was at a gentleman's club trying to do the show. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to you focus that up. I'm distracted the whole That's time. Right. It's all in my face. Yeah. I'm just, I yeah, can't you, do it. You got a maneuver. I can't focus. I can't focus. I mean, it's beautiful. Okay, let's get back to this. So, Mike McCarthy White, I believe he is on the hot seat. Number okay. one, I do believe that Jerry Jones and Dan Quinn had an unofficial gentleman's agreement. Remember, Dan Quinn turned down multiple job offers and interviews to come back to the Dallas Cowboys. Second year, he's done that, by the way, deciding to turn down interviews to come back to the Cowboys. Why would Dan Quinn do that when there are jobs open and people, I'm sure, would be willing to bring in Dan Quinn? I think a big part of why he decided to do that is because Dan Quinn, and by the way, Dan Quinn's defense, been easily top 10 the last two years. Led the NFL in takeaways the last two seasons. The the first defense to do that since the Steel Curtain did it three years in a row in the 70s. All right, And you've been top five in pressure. Pressure. See, we just got another recommendation for the biscuit. One of the gentlemen came over here and worked. He said, this is my favorite. We got to prove. He said, you got to dive into that. Hard. I'm going to leave that to you on that one, man. No, man, we sharing that. We're going to cut that in half. No, we yeah. can't. I, I can't eat all that. I'm not either. You can't eat all that. I mean, look at all of this it's, it's, that we it's, it's, have. It's a, you take that. I'm going to take that over there. Okay. I'm right, saying we take do, different oh, dishes. We'll okay, yeah, okay, that's okay. what I'm saying. All right, I got you. Man, I might eat a little piece of that. I was going to say, I'm make sure of, I get you some of that, of that for real. Um, but getting back to it, I do think there's a gentleman's agreement. That's why Dan Quinn decides to come back to the Cowboys. I don't think you get Dan Quinn back to the Cowboys unless there's an understanding that if, and basically Dan Quinn's in a win-win. If the Cowboys get past the divisional round, Cowboys 
get to a conference championship. They got a chance to play for a Super Bowl. That's what Dan Quinn wants. His resume is, you know, obviously a resume that improves. He gets to upgrade his resume. That means Michael Carthy probably gets an extension. He stays. Jerry Jones, all he wants to do is play for a championship. And if they get there, everybody wins. If they don't get past the division round, which they haven't been able to do, then Mike McCarthy is gone. And yep. they give Dan Quinn the keys to the kingdom. And Dan Quinn's the guy to lead you. And he's already been in-house. And we know the Cowboys love to hire in-house. That's one of their big things, guys they already know and comfortable with. Another part of this is Jerry Jones. How often have you think that a Jerry Jones coach, a Jerry Jones head coach, has made it past five years? Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. That's one. Jimmy left short before five years. I he was, think at, he he was right at, at five, five years. He's right at right right at right around five. And then five what? total. Well, the other ones were just fill-ins. Chan Gailey, Gary Wade Switzer, Phillips. four. Chan yeah. Gailey, two. Dave Campo, three. Bill Parcells, four. Wade Phillips, three. Yeah. They seem to run their course. Jason Garrett's the only one that didn't run its course after a while. Now, I, Mike McCarthy doesn't strike me as the next Jason Garrett. The truth is, this fourth year is big for any Jerry Jones head coach because usually they don't make it to five. Jason Garrett made it to five. By the time Jimmy Johnson was getting to five, 89-93, hell, man, that thing was already imploding. Yeah. It was fragile. It was crumbling by that time. They could barely be in a be in a room together. Right. They couldn't stand each other at that time. So I'm not saying Mike McCarthy and him are at that point at all. No, no. I'm just saying there's a shelf life for a Jerry Jones head coach unless you're winning Super Bowls or unless you're Jason Garrett and you go to dinner with his family and you're one of those. Yeah. That's what Jason Garrett was. He was a homegrown talent that they really just loved. That's why the Kelly Moore thing was even a little more surprising because he was the next Jason Garrett, yeah. so to speak. Um, but I do think, you know, eh, whatever, there were creative differences. Either way, I, I do, I think he is on hot seat because Jerry Jones head coaches four years, if he doesn't get what he wants, which is playing for championships, adios, mofo. Well, I'll sit there and I'll think about it too. You, you, you know, you brought up some great points. But, again, this is a coach that's won 12 games, back-to-back -back years. Yes. Kind of like, and But the, the finish line is getting to the Super Bowl, getting to the NFC Championship game. I think we'll keep him around. If they can, if the yeah, Cowboys can pass the division around. Yeah. yeah. But, but when, you, when you were talking about it, I agree with you on the fact, too, that this is a, a group effort because he's putting the team together and everybody continues to talk about how good of a group this is, right? Talent-wise, this is one of the most talented groups. We talked about the defense, how good the defense is. But at the end of it all, you know as well as I do, if Dak doesn't perform well at this point, this will be the end for him as well. Not Dak, for Mike McCarthy too. Yes. So it's all – that defense is going to do what it's going to do. They keep getting better. But the Mike McCarthy aspect of it, calling the plays, getting rid of uh, uh, Kellen Moore – Bringing in Schottenheimer, who, by the way, was in-house as an analyst, mm -hmm. was doing some they other things it. inside, so in he understood. Now you have to be able to go to that next level, and the next level is playing for a championship with the opportunity to play for the Super Bowl. Um, and there's another stat working against Mike McCarthy. Well, it's not working against him. It's just uh, a stat that shows you a certain trend in the NFL when it comes to coaches and competing for championships. Uh, it's a five-year rule in the NFL if you look at it, no team in NFL history has started the same quarterback under the same head coach for more than five seasons and seen that duo win its first championship. Ah. 
All right, so if you have a starting quarterback with a coach together for five years or more and they haven't won their first championship, chances are it probably ain't going to happen based on NFL history. Now, at one point, there's got to be an exception to that rule, but no team in NFL history has started the same quarterback under the same head coach for more than five seasons. Now, we're not there for the Cowboys. Cowboys at four here, but you're creeping closer. This is the conversation we had about Josh Allen last year and Josh Sean McDermott. They were creeping closer and closer yep. to that five-year rule, Mark. And once you're at that five-year rule, you're at five-year rule, man, It's it might be time to think about an upgrade. I might be trying to think about some serious changes um, with your quarterback and your head coach combination. And except, But the Cowboys are actually doing that, right? Yeah, they are. They just had a Kellen Moore. It was a huge change. So you got to – and by the way, there was no quarterback and offensive coordinator – that were closer and had a more unique relationship than Dak and Kellen. Think about it. Dak at one time was competing against Kellen Moore for the quarterback job. Kellen Moore was actually starting ahead of Dak or was ahead of him in the depth chart, I should say. Um, He gets hurt. Dak wins the job. And then after Dak ends up winning that job, Kellen Moore ends up being his quarterback coach and then his offensive coordinator and then his play caller. There is no relationship in all of – there's no relationship in all of um, the NFL that was, in my opinion, that unique. Right. Like, no relationship was that unique, in my opinion. So I think for them, that was a huge change, trying to get Dak Prescott in that situation where he's got a new guy calling the plays for him. Brian Schottenheimer, he knows him really well. But this is a huge change for Dak because Dak has had that comfort zone and that kind of safety net, if you will, of having, you know, a Kellen Moore presence there right. since, his, since his career started in the NFL. Kellen Moore has been there. Yeah, they've been in the He's same locker room. Kellen they've Moore. been in the Ever. locker room together yeah. as players and coaches. And that's the other part of it, too. If you, believe, if you remember back when all this stuff started happening, they said that Dak's voice is going to be mm-hmm. uh, incorporated into the play calling as well. He's going to be a part of – everything that's happening with this offense he's going to have a say in it so it will also be on that too mm-hmm. because now you this is what you wanted now you have a different play caller now you have the offense in which you like to see it and if i don't see more than 45 percent of the play calls being play action we got a problem uh well that you probably will have a problem because that would probably be the highest number in the league. That's like Shano numbers, and Shano's the only one that does that. Cowboys were, it works for Shano, though, right? 30%. I, yeah, I, that's I what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you said, it's a copycat league. Let's they're, copycat. They're the only ones doing yeah. it, uh, that to that frequency, I would say. Uh, but, yeah, I might be correct. I, I think he is on the hot seat. There's no question about it, and he should be on the hot seat uh, because the Cowboys need to get past the division around, and they've had yep. enough talent to do it, and they keep meeting up with the San Francisco 49ers, the same teams. They keep knocking them out. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> the copycat league. Maybe that's why they should copy him too. So we'll get back to some more uh, pro football focus rankings actually that have to the Cowboys and the Texans. We'll get back to that conversation. I want to talk next segment about the most extraordinary sports story that we're not talking enough about. Um, so we'll get back to that conversation like coming like up on the side. And Hardball, I guarantee, has got some 
real good thoughts, insightful thoughts about this too. We'll have that conversation coming up in Raj Round today, and we'll give you some more details about the great location, the grand opening of J Park Saloon and Standard. Uh, we're getting ready to eat, so we're going to go to break. <laughs> That's basically why we're going to break on time, because we're going to eat. All right? Nothing else gets us to the break on time. Usually, usually y'all guys know we go another five yeah. minutes. We're not. We're not. We're Mouth is eat. watering, so we go into the break, and we'll be back. All right? This is Baldo. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I want to put I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real. You ain't keeping it real. My God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. Oh, you've done it now. It's time for Rod's Rant of the Day. Hold on to your butts. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We are looking live, ladies and gentlemen. From a oh, one of my favorite <laughs> new places. It's official, guys. We have recommendations and everything. I would say as soon as you make your trip here to J Park Saloon and Standard out here in Buda, 404 Main Street. Yep, yep. Definitely got to get the Peacemaker Biscuit. Thousand percent. I would start with the ham and beans with cornbread and cast iron scallop potatoes. Yep. And the duck cigars. Those are probably my three to go to right now. Yeah. Would you agree, Harsh? I would agree. Okay. And it doesn't matter what order you do it. It don't, because all of them have a. It's a vibe where yes. it's like a like a like a shareable thing. Like it, you just kind of share the plates and everything. Yeah. I, I wouldn't describe it as total family style. It's his own kind of style. But just order those three things and you'll be good. My, my family ain't getting none of this. Man, and all that yeah, that peacemaker biscuit yeah. is a. I mean, we got to ask Jeff what's on that joint once he comes over yeah, here. Yeah, Because it's definitely some type of cheese sauce, not quite queso. Derek describes it as a cheese root, which I think is a very appropriate because it's a very kind of Cajun, you know, theme here. They describe it as soul food. They describe it as elevated Texas soul food. I would say also it's a fusion of comfort food in there. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. With kind of an Old West theme. A hint, yeah. a little hint of Old West in there too. That's what that that ham and beans with the cornbread is about. But highly recommended. We're we're sold now. Harge and I had it, so we're good. Man, we didn't even. I, no, we didn't. I'm have, looking at the collard greens on here. They got mashed taters. I don't, I don't honestly. It's gonna be hard for them to beat. Oh my But goodness. I just taste it. But oh, maybe yeah. they will. Yeah. All right. Uh, They're gonna give a great effort. That's for sure. Uh, we are proud. Proud to recommend <laughs> Jay Park Slow and the Standard Absolutely. to y'all good folks. Twenty one and up. Yep, yep. All right. Date perfect date night spot. Me and wifey definitely gonna do a date night at one point. Uh, okay. All right. The folks over, folks out there. Hey Jack, would you uh, would you uh, pod down the uh, music for me so I can get into the uh, the, the topic here? All right. So, um, Shohei Otani. He is now, and I know they're probably in action tonight as well. So prior to today's slate of games, I should say that. Prior to today's slate of games. Shohei Otani was leading Major League Baseball in home runs, RBIs, total bases, extra base hits, and slugging percentage. 
with 24 home runs, uh, 58 RBIs. He's hitting 300, by the way, at the plate. Yep. So, and, and he's actually going on a bit of a tear the last two weeks. In the last two weeks, Shohei Otani's batting average has gone from 263 to 300. Stay you imagine hot, what friends. kind of tear he's on. Yep. In the last 19 games, all right, he is hitting 412. <laughs> uh, he's got 12 home runs, 25 RBIs, 19 extra base hits, 29 hits, 15 walks, and three stolen bases in that time span, and has watched his, his batting average balloon from 263 to 300. Um, by the way, the opposing batting average against him when he's on the mound, 178. Oh, so the same. Yeah. yeah. He's also got the longest act of Major League Baseball history at 15 games right now. <laughs> yep. He had six home runs just last week alone. You brought this up and said, great point. He leaves the Angels in all of the these categories. Runs, hits, average, uh, batting average, OPS, RBI, stolen bases, ERA, wins, strikeouts, and opposing batting average. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he, he, he is doing things at a rate where it has never been seen or done before. A lot of people always want to go to the Babe Ruth part of it. Well, Babe Ruth stopped pitching. Babe Ruth ain't got Sho Shohei's not going to stop pitching. Babe Ruth ain't got nothing on Shohei. Not at all. Sorry. Yes. That's weird to say that. Do not. No, no. It ain't, it, we're, we're getting to see this firsthand. We're getting to see this excellence firsthand. He was in Arlington this weekend, to your point, oh. about his numbers. Must see television. He was doing things and hitting balls a long way. And people don't understand, too. He's one of the fastest guys in the major league, too. Yeah, it's totally bad. Yeah. He's one of the fastest guys. If you ever get a chance to watch him go from first to home, it is one of the most beautiful things you can see. Because you're not expecting that. What? Amer what athlete right now in American sports do you think is a better uh, fan experience to watch over Shohei Ohtani? How many do we think? That is in today's game? Right now. Because Shohei is, like I said, I I'm, not, you know, I'm not a baseball enthusiast. Right, right, I'm more right, of a novice. Right, I appreciate right. uh, great talent, and I appreciate the game. I would go out of my way to go see Shohei if I could do it. Because I think it's that much of a extraordinary, unique talent that you may. I think one day, 20, 30 years from now, it's going to be something I can tell my grandkids about. Like, hey, y'all yeah. saw Shohei. I saw Shohei, man. Yeah, yeah. I give me the, give me the, uh, the, give me the talent, the sport, the talents right now in American sports that you would go see over Shohei. Not that I would go see over him, you, but somebody paying that, money. The, the only other player that I would really want to go see play a game right now would be Mookie Betts. And now we're talking about baseball, we're talking about all sports. But Mookie Betts would be somebody okay. that I wouldn't mind spending money to go watch play. Okay. Uh, basketball, I guess the only person that I would. Because I like Joker, but. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't, like, know, I don't know if I'm going to make it my priority to go see Joker. He's not going to wow me. You know who it would have been? John Moran. Wemby? Because you know you was going to see. Oh, I like that, Jack. Wemby when he gets in. in well, they're going to play here in, in, yeah, in, in Houston. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Austin, so. and that's Wimby more the hype, but you're right. Wimby's probably that must-watch television at this moment. I would Price admission guy. Basketball would be John Morant. Football, 
Mahomes. I mean, you probably would still pay to see LeBron, you know, just because it's I'll LeBron. I'll definitely go see LeBron. It's LeBron, but, but he, he, doesn't, he doesn't wow me because he's not doing some of the things he used that to. He it's used like to Steph do. and LeBron in their prime. You would right. still pay to see Steph right. and LeBron in their prime. Yeah, exactly. They're not in their prime. Pay, but they're not, yeah, they're on they're the latter LeBron. stages, um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Who would you do football? Well, honestly, now that we can say it, talk about American sports, Messi. Yeah. Messi's he's a price position guy. Like, yeah. no, I'd, I'd pay. I'd pay. If Messi goes to Q2, whenever that happens, yeah. you, I won't be able to get a ticket. None of us will. Harsh, Mike, because Harsh knows every damn body. Mahomes. I'd see Mahomes. Mahomes is price for admission guy. Mahomes is price for admission guy. I agree with that. That's a good one, bro. Brock, I got that. I like that. I guess there really isn't. It's not a ton of them that yeah. you say, you know what? Because in kind of inflation, we're at the point now we got to really consider, like, man, is that guy worth going to see? I got a TV at home. And I can sit that, in my house, drink hot cat tequila, kick it, you know what I mean, and have is, a good time. Is he on load management? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, is he, he on load management that uh, way? That's you a know? great point. Now, well, at least Mahomes you know every five times, five uh, starts, you get to go see Shohei. So as a starting pitcher, he, and it's got to be him as a starting pitcher too. Yes, yeah. You so see you the, get to knock out. So you got five, you got five days in between each start, so you um, can know exactly where you're going to see him do yeah. both. No, that's an interesting list. He's yeah. he's on that list now. Oh, he is and, the list. <laughs> and it's it's a honestly, it's a damn tragedy that Major League Baseball can't get their ish together to market him properly. And I know people are like, "Well, it's a language barrier." I, Listen, I get it. He but speaks good English. He speaks in good English. It's, it's to me, it's good enough. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm sure it's going to get better over time. But that is a sorry, sad sack of a excuse to not market the best, arguably the best athlete right now in American sports. You can, that you can make that argument. And I don't think a lot of people will fight you over that argument. No. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, we, can, we can debate it, but yeah. you, I, I got yeah. a lot of good evidence on my right. side that right. this guy's doing things we've never seen in American sports. Yep. He's Right now, he's batting, he's batting 300 overall, but he's batting 314 with runners in scoring position. It was even more clutch when it matters. Um, he, I love this stat, too. So he's, he's, he's got 30. If you look at it, 31% <laughs> of his batters end up striking out. Yeah, that the batters he faces. He's got a great fourteen swing, starts. Miss, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he only walks a little over ten percent of those batters. I mean, I, I got tons of these stats. Just they're just mind blowing to just show you how elite he is, both on the mound and at the plate. And we've just never seen anything like it. And we should appreciate it more. He's young. That's good. And he's going to be a free agent. Even better. Yeah. But. He's actually made the Angels. He and Mike Trout, they had back-to-back home runs, actually, mm-hmm. last game against the uh, Kansas City, I believe they yeah. beat, right? Um, they, they had back-to-back home runs. They're now second in the division behind the Rangers. Yep. Yeah, you got the Astros looking at their rear end. For the what's first the last time, time in a long time. I'm about to say, the last time yeah. we said that? For the first time in a long time, and they're actually playing some meaningful games. They're 41-33, and 33, as you said, four and a half games behind the Yankees. I mean, behind the Rangers, but a game ahead of the Houston Astros, who are reeling. Let's be honest. They're reeling a little bit. Got swept by the Reds. And you were talking about it earlier. The Angels are 7-3 seven, uh, seven and three in their last 10, and their, their run differential is only plus uh, 25, but that's going to change. they got a big test coming up here uh, starting tomorrow. They're going to be playing the Dodgers, so we'll see where they are. But it's going to just go out there and play because they do have the better talent. Yeah, it's just uh, it's amazing what the Angels are doing. It's bad for bad for the Astros. Really good for Major League Baseball. The yep. Angels could be in the postseason. Man, we begging for that, ain't we? 
I mean, you'd have Mike Trout and Shohei in the postseason yep. together. Yep. Uh, that's a must-watch television. So I'm rooting for that. I'm an Astros fan. I still got to root for that because Shohei, he's the, he's the show. He's yep. the show in the big show. Um, so <clears throat> right now he needs to be more of a, a, a highlighted topic. Uh, yep. And I think Major League Baseball needs to put together a a full force kind of effort. Montage on him. That's right. It's a full force effort trying to market and monetize, market him, whatever you want to do, because <clears throat> he's that unique. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into another off the record. We're uh, looking live from uh, Jay Parks Saloon and Standard. It is a fantastic date night spot. Now it's 21 and up everywhere, 21 and up, and you do have to leave your phones at the door. Come on, man. Yeah. They put it in the It's like little... Derek Jeter's place. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Derek Jeter's place, man. You leave your phone at the door and you get some good food. <laughs> I'm sure Derek Jeter got really good food. He got, he got Elevated soul yeah, yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. You know? He got man. a good chef. No, he's got a great in-house yeah, chef. You know he Ambiance is also awesome, just That's like right. this place. That's right. So just treat this thing, just think of it as you going to visit Derek Jeter. <laughs> you went to visit Derek Jeter, you would not complain about leaving your phone at the front. That's Nobody right. does. Hey, stay in the moment. Stay take in the mental, moment. Take mental pictures. <clears throat> you, exactly. Take mental pictures. You know what's about to happen in Derek Jeter's place <laughs> is way better than anything that's on your phone. <laughs> exactly. Think of Jay Park slowing the standard the same way. Anything going to happen there is going to be way better than what's on that phone. Trust me, that food will make you forget about the phone. Exactly. I, I, I can't even find mine right now. <laughs> exactly. I can't even find mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we come back. We'll give you some more details about uh, this fantastic place, the grand opening of uh, Jay Park slowing the standard. We may have a special guest come on and break down a little bit more about it if we can catch them but right now uh they are pretty busy got folks in here eating having a really good time and so are we coming right back for you this is off the record uh coming up next right here on ball don't lie wonderful nine the horn Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We are looking live, ladies and gentlemen. We're hanging out at now one of my favorite places, Jay Park Saloon and Standard. I love the idea of it. Uh, it's elevated Texas soul food. I think it's a little fusion of soul food, a little comfort food. Uh, and uh, the theme of it, essentially... Is uh, it's all about the experience, the restaurant experience for you. That's why the phones are left at the front. Uh, it's all about you being in the moment and enjoying what has got to be some of the best food I've had in a really long time. Uh, I will recommend the Peacemaker Biscuit. Peacemaker Biscuit. The duck cigars and the ham and beans with cornbread. No, no. Cornbread. Sorry. Right, you going to eat no, your cornbread? Yeah, it cornbread. It's, I tasted it. It's not cornbread. It's cornbread. That's right. It's good. Cornbread. That's yeah, good. <laughs> uh, and uh, cast, And I'll tell you, actually, because it, it wasn't that sweet either. No. And it I was the usually regular. prefer my cornbread yes. sweet. I'm using my sweet you're cornbread a jiffy, guy. You're a jiffy guy. I want no, I just want my, my cornbread. Yeah, yeah, sweet yeah, yeah. My mama made sweet cornbread, so I'm about the sweet cornbread. Yep. It wasn't sweet, but it was. it, it went perfectly with the ham and beans. Oh. Was no doubt about it. Mm, mm. Yeah. And the reason it's ham and beans because they got a ham hock in there. Oh. There it is. Come on. you know. Greg Swindell was like, they got some oxtails on there. <laughs> hey. He's going to be all on this You know spot. Greg Swindell know about soul food. You, you know, know about oxtails. What you know about that you oxtail, man? Hey, you know what? You know why I know oxtails are kind of freaky? When's the last time you saw an ox, man? They're unique. It's a unique meal. 
I don't. I know they ain't. I know they're not really from an ox. Cause uh, I ain't, uh, ain't nobody. We live in Texas. Ain't nobody. I don't see nobody breeding them oxes around here. Every time you walk somewhere, man, you got an ox. <laughs> nope. So uh, I'm sure it is a part of the cow. But why they call it ox tails? There it is. That's a good point. Right. I'm gonna try to look it up. Box tails are delicious. I do me love. They're outstanding. Some soul uh, for one. Ooh man. I will say this: the ham and beans with the cornbread. It was the first thing that he ever cooked. Jay Parks. It's, it, 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 it tastes the, like it. It was the first thing he ever cooked, and it's always been his favorite meal. We're going to have him on. We're going to ask him about this. But, yes. It tastes like it. Whatever you come in here and order, yes. And, no, honestly, <laughs> I don't know how he grew up. I don't know how he grew up. I'm not – so I don't know. We'll ask Jeff. It tastes like one – you know one of the meals – bless you. You want those meals if you grew up <clears throat> a little bit, let's say below uh, – I don't know, below – you say you <clears> – <throat> I don't know exactly. I'm not going to say you middle income. Let's say you lower lower income, lower middle income, whatever. Yep, yep. And there are certain meals that, hey, man, if you're broke, you ain't got a lot of money, you just get really good at making certain meals. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, because, hey, they're the cheapest thing and it's the only thing you had available, so you got really good at making this concoction. Uh, it feels like that. Right. Ham and beans with cornbread feels like one of them meals. And it was like, no, he got so damn good at it that he took something that essentially was kind of a low-budget meal for him. Masterpiece. And exactly. <laughs> turns it's it into a, a work master, of art. Exactly. And it's like, dude. It's How like, can I present Actually, this? man, I was broke as a joke. Right. I was, I was balling on the budget with right. that. You know what I mean? Pinto beans with some ham hock in there, some cornbread. Uh, I used to have a meal like that. When I was broke, we would make uh, chili cheese and rice. <laughs> and my mama had kind of convinced us that it was awesome, and it tasted yeah. amazing. Yeah. We take chili, cheese, and rice. It was that simple, and yep. you would just mix it up in a concoction. That was a meal, and it was just kind of our hamburger helper made something like that. They yeah, made, they, it's they, kind they of made our, that same form. My mom and dad was so cheap; they didn't want to buy hamburger helper, even though it was cheap. Didn't you it was say like, no? We gonna make our own hamburger helper. Paper plates. My dad was so cheap; we washed certain types of paper plates. Yes, uh, we never bought a trash can. We would use the uh, <laughs> the paper bags yeah. from the grocery store as a trash can. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So that I, I never I never had hamburger helper. So maybe that was just basically hamburger helper. They wouldn't buy it. Yeah, it was like no, we gonna make we're we're gonna, gonna make our own. We gonna make our own. We gonna mix it up. Just like when I went to Luby's, I couldn't even get lemonade. Pops was like, we gonna make our own. <laughs> they got lemons. They got sugar. They got water, and all of that's free. That lemonade costs two dollars. <laughs> Why don't we make our own lemonade? And you know what? It was. It had to be better than they lived. Hey, it was your. You you got it to your liking. <laughs> it was part. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of sugar in that joke. You got it. A lot of sugar in that joke. Anyway, uh, I wanted to get to because you showed me something that was interesting and it may deserve its own segment altogether. I don't know if we got enough time to get into it. it Mariah Mills, did you say she has put out something on social media? She said, uh, "Are you serious about this, man?" Yeah, our man CB always oh. looking out for us. Shout he out said, CB. Shout out, baby. Shout out NBA. I have sex tapes of me oh, and no. Zion Williams. No, no, no. Oh, no. And he also has them no. on his trap phone no. at NBA, mm-hmm. at Pelicans NBA. No. Uh, trade him now. Oh, no. He doesn't deserve to be in New Orleans. Oh, say it ain't so. By the way, oh, sex no. tapes oh. dropping soon. Oh. Hold up. Whoa, 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 who
I got revenge porn laws against stuff like that. You can't just drop a sex tape with somebody else on it without their consent, not them wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. Even if you video with their consent, they have to consent to you putting it out on social media. That's called revenge porn. You can get like in serious trouble. Most states now have serious revenge porn laws. Maybe New Orleans does not. Maybe now, Louisiana, Louisiana is way that. backwards. It is true. Louisiana, they I got family out there. My family swamp people, so yes, it yeah. is a backward state. But I would have thought there'd be some type of re I don't know, recourse, but maybe she's. Yeah, maybe she knows. You're right. Maybe they don't have it in Louisiana. Somebody that's said, revenge porn. Somebody said Zion's jersey will go triple platinum in Houston. <laughs> if he hey, went, you he know got what? To Houston. We'll go. We'll get into this. But we talked about this yes, last we did. week that the Rockets should consider trading for Zion Williamson because they're right now the Pelicans are listening to trade offers. Uh, they are definitely. Listening. And he's not going to work there with the Pelicans. It just ain't happening. He just signed an extension, which hasn't even kicked in yet. Right. If he actually does work out and you're the Rockets, you'll get him relatively cheap. You'll get a generational talent. Now, the but is, and it's a big but, a Kim, Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Serena Williams, Cardi B, Megan The Stallion size but, is H-Town is known worldwide for having some of the best gentlemen's clubs that the world's ever seen. Like, really good. I'm talking about really I'm talking magnifical. And... I would be worried about Zion in that town. James Harden in maybe coming back to H Town too. Yeah, that's what I said. That'd be James great. Harden taking he's most beloved uh, gentleman's club customer of all time in H Town. They always looking for him. Escorting Zion to the gentleman's club. Oh yeah. man. That'd be bad. All right. You know what? We'll come back to that conversation. That's we got right. a class up right. class up the show, man. Right. Now after that Mariah Mills tweet. Uh, okay, we'll get back to that conversation. Yeah, you might have some Zion Williamson. Sex tapes coming. Wow. Too much happening. Oh, you going to watch that? You know what? Well, I'll, Wait, what? I'll ask you later. Well, well, that's, uh, that's all fair. Ask, 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 ask later. Yeah. Then you got kids listening. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back. Hey, children. We'll get, we'll get into uh, those topics and more, but also back to the NBA discussion. Bradley Beal trade to the Suns. Does it make the Suns a championship contender? All that more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.